What is going on, podcast land? This is Brock Higgins here with the Blacklisted Gaming Podcast. Um, I wanted to discuss a few points and touch base on you guys about the last episode. That was our first episode we've ever done. We have never done a podcast before. That was the first time. I want to explain to you guys that uh, in the episode, we call ourselves the Bourbon Boys Gaming Podcast. That has changed, and the reason was, reason for the change was that we didn't feel like the name fit exactly what our narrative was. And our narrative is we are going to give you guys unbiased reviews, opinions, key points on video games and entertainment. And we are not afraid to be blacklisted. Being blacklisted, what that is in the gaming world, for those that don't know, is big gaming publishers such as Electronic Arts and Activision will do what's called a blacklist. And what that is is... Content creators will get a review copy of a game or a content of the game. I think the content of the game. Usually it's just the game. And it's significantly earlier than everybody else so that everyone so they can get the review content out first. It's a hugely controversial issue because being blacklisted means that you don't get that copy anymore. You no longer get your insider um, access to that publisher or company or developer or whoever it may be. And basically, they just shut you out, and you get everything whenever everybody else does. Some people look at this as a problem. Other people don't give a shit. And some people wear it as a badge of honor, and we are that third one. We don't really care about getting blacklisted. We all have great careers as it is. And basically, I don't give a shit if I have to go pay for my game and get my content out late. Um. Basically, the reason why they do this is because a person, let's say, a game comes out or is coming out. The reviewer cop, the content creator gets a reviewer copy of this game. They'll do their review. If the publisher doesn't like what the reviewer has to say, which often you'll know if the person is basically being bullshitted in their review. If the content, if the uh, publisher, or rather, did not like what the reviewer has to say, they blacklist them. Basically, they don't take critiques very well or any kind of criticism at all. Um, <clears throat> EA and Activision are the top two that are really well known for doing this. Ubisoft has kind of been a little bit more open with their critiques and have taken changes. Uh, they also have been known for blacklisting people, but I'm not sure if it's just people in general that they don't like what they have to say or if it's people that are purposely slandering the, their brand. But I could honestly give two shits either way if I'm ever blacklisted, like I said. Um, what I said before about you would know if you heard it is if a person is definitely shilling out for that publisher, they are going to speak exceptionally high of that game. Let's give an example. Fallout 76. A person who's chilling out for Bethesda is going to literally get on their knees for this game and blow it up to be this amazing work of art that it is really not. This game is a dumpster fire. What I mean by it's a dumpster fire is that it's such a broken game. Like There's so many glitches for it, or glitches in it rather, and to the point where Bethesda doesn't really know how to fix it. And it's obvious. To keep on topic here, 
if a person talks highly of that game, talks says, well, it's got a couple bugs here, you know, but for the most part, it's a good game. It's a it's really good game. And Polygon, I'm going to say this, Polygon was known for doing this. They completely made Fallout 76, calling it a game of the year contender, which is fucking laughable. Because anybody who has ever played this game for more than 30 seconds, actually... You don't even have to play it for 30 seconds. You can literally try to get in the game, and it'll just kick your ass right out. Or you'll walk right in, and it'll be buggy as shit in the beginning. But they played this game up to be a Game of the Year contender next to God of War, next to Red Dead Redemption 2, next to Spider-Man. With all the controversies that Fallout 76 has had, and all the technical issues, the developer issues, the game engine issues, all of it. All the controversies, and they want to call it Game of the Year contender? Eat my ass. However, back on the topic again, I kind of have this way of just veering off the subject. As I was saying, we wanted to change that up. I also want to touch base with you guys about um, this last episode that we did, the episode one. It was shaky. Um, We are going to work on it. So we could stay on the subject a little bit more. We do want to veer off a little bit once in a while into some random ass subject to just kind of keep a little bit of entertainment in there. Also, we know not a lot of people are going to want to sit here and just listen about video games for upwards from one to three hours. So once in a while, we'll throw in some random bullshit like the first story that I put in there, which I kind of got a lot of flack for. Like, I can't believe you told the internet that I'm like why would i give a shit who who, do I, who am i impressing i'm getting married i have a house i don't give a shit um so uh, oh man that's good bourbon buffalo trace bourbon so we're gonna kind of develop a format we've been working on a couple of ideas that we're gonna try out as this goes so The few people that have listened to it, I really hope you listen to it all the way through. If not, I understand. If you lost interest early, I'm going to make it up to you. (laughs) I really am. Um, If you did like it, then thank you very much for listening to it. Um, On a different subject right now, I wanted to discuss a breaking news update. And that breaking news update comes from a journalist... an article from Kotaku. Journalist is Jason Schreier. Um, a lot of people have mixed opinions about Jason Schreier, but one thing uh, is apparently clear is that Jason Schreier is a very reliable source when it comes to gaming news. No one can deny that everything that he that he breaks out in with the breaking news updates of gaming is bullshit. It is he's got a very good track record of basically being ninety eight percent right about everything he says. He's got a lot of inside information and multiple publishers and developers. He's he's honestly one of my go-to guys when it comes to getting my gaming news when I go on Kotaku. Um, a lot of content creators such as Skill Up, Layman Gaming, who are basically the same guy, let's be honest. Both of those brothers are funny as fuck, though. Um, Angry Joe, Young Yeah, all these guys, they all, they all get their information from him, so he's a very reliable source. Continuing on to the article... Today, this afternoon, 
Activision Blizzard had laid off 800 people from their fucking company. Cutting staff like crazy amounts. Granted, it's not an ama- like an insane amount, but it is eight percent. They were they have been discussing eliminating eight percent, eight percent, stuttering here, eight percent of its staff, which is honestly just fucking mind blowing because this is the kind of shit that why I don't care about being blacklisted. You have a company, a multi billion dollar company, mind you, who wasn't satisfied with their um with their numbers from last year. My I'm going to explain to you right now what they're not satisfied about. In 2018, Activision beats all the other gaming publishers out there for their revenue, for basically all the every all the money that they made. They made 7.6 billion dollars. 7.7.6 the b- b- billion fucking dollars. And to investors into them, that's not enough. That is considered a failure because it's not more than what they made the previous year. Which is, I want to say it was probably just $8.1 billion. So not even a fucking full billion dollar drop. And they consider that a failure because God knows you can't have all the money in the world. Then it's a failure. Um, from what it seems like, uh, the laid off organizations inside of, uh, Activision is basically going to include Activision, Blizzard, and King. These are all different, uh, departments that are underneath Activision. The CEO, Bobby Kotkick, told investors, and this is a quote from Jason Schreier's article in Kotaku, uh, Activision Blizzard CEO, Bobby Kotkick. Bobby Kotick told investors that the company had, quote, once again achieved record results in 2018, end quote. But the company would not be consolidating and restru- and restructuring because of missed expectations for 2018 and lowered, expect- and lowered expectations for 2019. The company said it would be cutting mainly non-game development departments and bolstering its development staff for franchises like Call of Duty and Diablo. That sounds fucking fantastic, doesn't it? Development sources from across the industry told Kotaku this afternoon the layoffs have affected Activision Publishing, Blizzard, King, and some of Activision Studios, including High Moon. Um, the layoff... The layoffs appear to have affected non-game development departments such as publishing and e- publishing and esports, both of which were expected to be hit hard. For those that don't know, a lot of esports were cut from last year. Actually, on an entire game called um, I want to say it was Legends of the Dawn. It was Legends of the something. I'm sorry. I gotta do a little bit more research with this shit. I gotta admit it. And they cut that eSport out completely. People have been training for months for this game, for this uh, eSport, and they just got cut completely. Um, the, uh, the severance packages, though, I will say it's okay. There are expected to be a severance, a comprehensive severance packages, per what uh, Jason Schreier said. said uh, quote, 
the letter has promised a compromise, or I'm sorry, a comprehensive severance package, continued health benefits, career coaching, and job placement assistance, as well as profit sharing, uh, profit sharing bonuses for the previous year to to those who are being laid off by at Blizzard. Blizzard employee, employees receive twice yearly bonuses based on how the company performed financially. There's no way to make this transition easy for impacted employees, but we are doing what we can to support our colleagues. <sighs> Man, it's fucking, it's kind of crazy. The whole thing, we, we knew about this kind of going in. It was more of a rumor, but it was also not a rumor. We kind of expected this to happen. I'm going to explain to you right now how corrupt Activision is for doing this shit. And if anybody from Activision is listening and is just getting fuming right now at me saying this, I'm going to tell you right now to go fuck yourself because I don't care. What I will say is this. The CEO makes roughly about $50 million a year. The chief financial officer, the CFO rather, had been fired in January because he basically got scooped up by Netflix. He was talking about a deal with Netflix and working for them as their CFO. Activision did not like it. It was a breach of contract. They basically gave him until New Year's to either drop that whole thing or you're gone. And, of course, he didn't drop that whole thing and and he was gone. I want to say within the last month or so, Activision has lost. No, it's the last year or six months. Somewhere. I don't fucking remember. They basically have lost five CEO level people. You got the chief financial officers. It's just, it's fucking, everyone's jumping ship off this sinking ship. It's crazy. Within the month, I want to say within a week, they had replaced the chief financial officer with a guy that I really don't know who the fuck he is. But they gave him a bonus of like, the signing bonus of like $15 million. Granted, most of it was in stock, but his yearly salary is still going to be $900,000 a year. The dude hadn't done shit yet. He just got there. Meanwhile, you have developers and low-level guys that are losing their fucking jobs because you fuckheads want to make a ton of money all the time for yourselves. That is some shitty shit right there. That doesn't get shittier than that. And I've had some fucking shitty leadership in my goddamn life. But that shit right there is almost fucking inexcusable and damn near criminal in my opinion. How are you going to lay off 800 employees after a, after breaking a record this year, but it wasn't what your fucking investors expected, and then you're going to lay off all these people because I didn't make all the money and we need to cut costs here and here and here when you actually just don't want to cut costs out of your own wallet. We're going to discuss this more in depth in the next episode, which I'm going to try to record uh, later this week. I don't want to jump too deep into this. I want to do a little more research, get a flow going, get a get a template going, and so that me and all the other guys can discuss this. But I just wanted to say that. I wanted to update you guys on this bullshit that Activision just pulled today and call it out for what it is, a fucking burning pile of dog shit. Not even dog shit. A burning pile of fucking elephant shit. Name it. I don't care. This is un. This is egregious. This really is. It's it's unacceptable that people are allowing this shit to happen. Granted, Activision is a multi-billion dollar company, so there's much to do about it. 
But we as a gaming community, we can. We really can. Look at look at their stocks. All of their stocks dropped because of how shitty it was. Also, it is that time of year where stocks drop, but Activision took it the hardest. It really did. Even though they sold the most, they took it the hardest. EA took it almost equally hard. It was it was a good year for the gaming community because of this. We weren't we we voiced ourselves that we were not going to stand for their bullshit anymore. I just really wish the gaming community would stand up for these people that have just lost their jobs and voice that out. Something has to be done with Activision. It really does. I I hate to say this even though, you know, there's a lot of people that are not involved with the corporate scheme of Activision. I really hope Activision gets fucking destroyed. I hope they're gone within the next year or so. They just lost Bungie. Bungie walked off. What does that tell you? Bungie walked off to be an independent uh, company or independent developer, I should say. And that, you know, that's a huge, they took a huge blow from that. Their stocks dropped, I want to say, like 5% that day or 15% that day when that happened. It's just crazy, man. Um, anyway, on to another topic. I want to discuss what's going on for the next episode. The next episode is going to basically cover, first off, this topic here that we have just discussed. But we're also going to discuss a few other topics. Mainly, um, the Apex Legends. We're going to talk about the Apex Legends game that just got released last week. It's pretty awesome. It's a... Uh, it's a it's a goddamn good game for real, but uh, I will discuss more of that in depth. What I want to talk about today, or I'm sorry, the next episode rather, is uh, we're gonna talk Apex. We're gonna talk the Division Two. The uh, got some new updates on dates for the open demo come or open beta rather coming out. I want to say next month. More bullshit about Activision. Um, this mainly and GameStop. Oh, and we're gonna talk about Rage too. Some bullshit dropped about that. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about those things. Um, maybe veer off a little bit here and there once in a while, but for the most part, we're gonna we're gonna keep it simple. So, um, with that being said, this concludes episode one point five. I really hope that you guys stick around for this. Uh, next episode, we're going to try to get all the guys. There's a total of four of us. Um, it's me, my buddy Van, Mike, which you heard in the first episode, and Brandon. Brandon is our PC gamer. For those listening, we don't all play on PC because we just can't. I wouldn't say that we can't. We just don't buy them, and mainly because we can't really afford them either. So um, Van, he's married. He's got a baby, so scheduling is kind of tough. His family owns a business. Getting with that is also kind of tough. Mike, once in a while, you know, he's he's married too. He's got a place and he works in two different places. So getting him on here, you know, in, in a decent time with all three of them with me is really, really difficult. So we're trying to fix that. We're trying to we're trying to get some content out there. My goal is to get something out every week. Um as I said, with that. I'm going to conclude today's episode. Uh, Cheers, guys. I hope you guys have a fucking wonderful week. Bye!